0: Well ladies, I just have an announcement to make. If you're expecting to hear something like you hear from my husband when he's here, or like we heard this morning, if you're expecting to have a wonderful, glorious, holy ghost encounter with God during this time, it might be good if you run to the restroom or if you run down and get you a... Loaf of bread at the convenience <laughs> store, or whatever you need to do, because I kind of doubt that's going to happen during this time that we've got together. If um, I had, I've got to look here because you won't believe what I've done, but if I had a title for what I'm going to speak on today, this is what it would be. From one To 26,642,546, almost, or 53 years, 7 months, 17 days, 12 hours, and 46 minutes. Wow. What it's like to be married that
1: long.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I really sat
0: down and figured up exactly how many seconds, but I thought that it would be closer to one forty six when I got up to speak. Um, you know, I never thought I would be married that long. Uh, many of you have heard my testimony, and I'm not going to go into that because uh. I want this to be light and airy and funny, and there's a lot of my testimony that it's not. (laughs) So um, when we got married, just let me say, when we got married, uh, I had been called to be a pastor's wife when I was 12 years old. That's a whole other story. And uh, we got married, and I thought for sure he was going to be uh, preacher, we were bad just then, and they're really not called pastors most of the time. Preacher, and so um, I uh, we got married, and we've been married about a year, and I realized he didn't even know the Lord. So, to say that we've been married all these minutes, uh, all these seconds, uh, <laughs> um, is a miracle. Uh, I as I said, I never thought it was going to happen. Um, I, tw- I prayed for him for 12 years before he got saved. And when he got saved, he was gloriously saved. I mean, I mean, it was a turnaround overnight. And I've said since then that God knew that we had to do this fast. Because, because he was 31 when he got saved. And so... Uh, there was a lot to do in a short period of time. You know, as you're married, those of you that have been married a long time, the longer you're married, the more comfortable you get. It's like an old pair of house shoes, you know, you just get really comfortable living together and doing things together, and it kind of can become mundane But also, the longer you're married, the more we need to work at it not becoming that way. And it's it's funny how God can do things like that. Not long ago, um, I was driving down 360 in Arlington, Uh, For those of you that are familiar with the Metroplex, you may know where that is. Headed to our church from our house. Okay, confession time. I love country western music. (laughs) 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 So I had on my radio station that I like, and I was just driving along listening to it. And a song came on. And I had a spiritual experience (laughs) with the country western radio. (laughs) How many of you, when you were dating, you had your song? Yes. I don't... Are there very many young people in here? I don't know how that happens now, but I don't think that's even a possibility now with the music, you know, but... I won't go okay. there. But anyway, um, we have some friends that they have had a certain song since they were dating, and I've known it for a long time. And this song came on the radio. Now, I'm going to read the words of the chorus to this song, and I want you to know that I was raised very strong badges so I never danced a step in my life. (laughs) But this is the words: Could I have this dance for the rest of my life? (laughs) It makes me cry now. Would you be my partner every night? When we're together, it feels so right. Could I have this dance for the rest of my life? God downloaded on me in that car, he uh, he said, "It's because of me you have this death with him for the rest of your life.
2: It's not because
0: it's not because you prayed him into the kingdom. There
2: you
0: go. He was willing to step into the kingdom. He was willing to hear my voice." He was willing to let me change his life. It's not anything you did. It's me. I worked a miracle in his life, but he let me. I was bawling. I thought I was going to have to pull off the side of the road. I was crying so hard. I said, wow, what a God. And then I said, wow, what a husband. Thank you, God. Thank you for giving me this man. Thank you that he loves you so much. Thank you for the miracles that you've done in these lives. Thank you that when he stands up to preach, I'm just, I'm still, after all these years, I'm in awe. And I'll think, I'll say, God, how does he know that? <laughs> He'll come out with things, and I'll go, wow. He wasn't even safe until he was 31. How does he know all that? Of course, he's 73 now, but we're not going to talk about that. But um, by the time I got to the church building, I couldn't even talk. I walked in. I was bawling, and my friend that answers the phone, Gail Woods, some of you know her, she looked up at me. I
2: said, no. You won't believe what happened. And she said, I was just listening to the radio and the song
0: came on. Could I have this dance for the rest of my life?
2: (laughs) She looked at
0: me like I was absolutely crazy. So then I had to explain to her what had happened. And uh, she agreed. Well, of course I told Owen about what had happened and We both were just so blessed that God poured his love out on us and gave us a marriage for all these years, when honestly, in the beginning, honestly, after that first year, I thought, we're never going to make it. We're not going to grow old together. Because you know, when you're dating, how you talk about growing old together and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But, um... I really didn't think it was going to happen. So, um we as we grow older together and as we're married a long time, we always say most of the time we say <laughs> I'm married to my best friend. But um we really need to be sure that we're married to our best friend and there's things that we can do to help that. There are three things that um will make you best friends there's a lot of other things but these are three that i came up with because we've got something really a treat really in store when i get through talking but anyway number one you count on each other to remember the things you forgot
2: you need to know
0: you need to know what you forgot because you're gonna be finishing each other's sentences. And so, you have to be sure that you both can remember whatever it is. Number two, you really do know what the other is thinking in certain situations. I used to think people made that up, but they they really don't, it's really true. Now, Olin and I have a habit that when we're on, in a, road, on a road trip, We'll be driving down the road, and we'll pass the creek. You know, have you ever noticed some of the crazy names of creeks, yeah. especially in Texas? Yeah. I mean, they're just crazy. But we'll we'll pass the creek, and I'll say, or he'll say, you know how that creek got its name?
2: <laughs>
0: no. how did he get his name? Well, a long, long time ago, there was a wagon train coming through here. And uh, maybe the name Cat Claw Creek, was and And uh, they had to stop and um, take a break. And when they stopped, well, one of the mothers forgot her baby and left it laying out under a tree. And it's crazy. I mean, we're just telling these stories. We make it up as we go.
1: <laughs>
2: Whatever.
0: We just, and the, we try to see... Who can tell the craziest story, you know? And it just gets stupid crazy. <laughs> and so, but now then, now we've done it so much that we'll be driving along and we'll cross a creek with a crazy name. Not long ago, just this week, we were driving up to Oklahoma. And there's a creek called Boggy bottom, something or other, you know, I don't know what. And it happened then. We're driving along, neither one of us is saying a say word, and we'll just turn and look at <laughs> each other and just die laughing. And we haven't even told the story yet. You know? Talking, oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> so that kind of takes away from the story if you're already laughing. Why am I telling the story? <laughs>
2: <laughs> then
0: number three. And now, just listen carefully on this one. I have to read it. You used to care to do things you no longer care to do, but you really do care that you don't care to do them anymore.
2: <laughs>
0: Whatever you think I'm talking about, that's probably what I'm talking about.
2: <laughs>
0: and the good news is he doesn't care either. <laughs>
2: Okay, here's
0: some things that you don't care to do.
2: Number one,
0: you don't care to stay up past nine o'clock. Number two, you don't care to go on a romantic date. Number three, you don't care to go skinny dipping. There is no skinny to dip. (laughs)
2: Number four,
0: you don't care about eating exotic, unusual food. There's not enough tongues in the world to take care of it. Here not long ago, he and I were invited to dinner at an Indian restaurant. Indian food may be your favorite kind of food. Not mine. We left that restaurant and I said, honey, I want to tell you
2: something. He said,
0: what? And he said, I said, I not only don't like Indian food, I hate Indian food. And I don't care if I never even have to smell any of it again. Please. when well, he said the same thing, so that's good. But that night, you would not believe the hunt we went on for tongues. I mean, but we finally found some. You um, don't care to cuddle on the sofa sofa to watch a good movie. If you do cuddle, it doesn't leave anything.
2: Um, You don't care to
0: go to children's birthday parties unless it's your grandchildren and then you just want to stay for a short time. You know why God made it where old women can't have children. So... And you overused one four letter word. What? (laughs) I will never forget. I will never forget. This has been probably 20 years ago. I don't know. But we were here in Branbury. Kenneth and Barbara were with us, and two or three couples from home. And we were, I don't remember where we were, but we were out eating. And we were sitting around the table and. When they came with the check, she the the waitress handed the check to Gail Woods. Gail and Ron were with us, handed it to her, and uh, she said, Just give it to Granddad over there and pointed to Ron. Her husband, just give it to Granddad over there. Well Owen was sitting there was there was like Gail and Ron and then me and Owen Kenneth, Barbara, whoever else was with us, Mimi and Gary probably, and uh, so Olin was sitting here like two people away when she said, just give it to Granddad over there. And Owen says, Brain dad, who's brain dad?
2: <laughs>
0: we have never let him forget. That.
2: <laughs> and then another
0: thing that you really don't care to do is spend quality time with him. He's retired now, so quality time is constant, and his kids can get a little more. (laughs) Okay, now, I'm going to give you 10 pointers to stay married 50 years, and uh, then, when I get through with that, we are going to watch absolutely one of the funniest videos I've ever heard in my life, seen in my life, and this lady sums up. Some of the things I've been trying to say, it's really funny. I understand that she was here this week, Jeannie Robertson. Did any of you go hear her? She is she is really funny. If you ever get a chance, well, you want to go hear her. But here's the 10 pointers Never use the word divorce. Now, Mary Ann Brown, you know who Mary Ann Brown is, she says murder maybe but divorce
2: number two
0: forgive 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 number three determine to enjoy life together even if you're opposite owen and i are so opposite it is pitiful i mean we are opposite there's about three things that we enjoy together. That is, we enjoy God. We love God. We both love football and we both love baseball. And that's about it. So, <laughs> I don't want to go shoot guns with him. I don't want to go out and play golf with him. Sorry, Mary. I don't want to do any of that stuff, and he doesn't want to go eat lunch with me and my girlfriends, and he doesn't want to go shopping, and he doesn't want to do all that. So you just have to learn how you can enjoy each other without having all these things in common. Because they're, in reality, there's not a whole lot of married couples that have a whole lot in common. Mm-hmm. Compliment each other for something every day. Yeah, yeah. Now that's a challenge. Yeah. Because there are some days that I get mad at him when we're getting ready to go somewhere and I have to really pray before we go to bed that night. Because the Bible says, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. And so some days it's hard. But... Um, uh, you can do it. Think of something every day that you can compliment him for. Um, let him know that he's your hero even on days when he's not. And even if he is 70 years old let him know that he is. He's your hero. Learn to talk louder. I told him. <laughs> thing I say twice. I'm going to start repeating everything i say. <laughs> so.
2: That's <laughs> number six. Yeah. Number seven.
0: How many of you, when you're driving down the road and something is said and it makes you so mad it flies all over you and you start staring out the window? <laughs> That's my thing. And he'll say, are you, what's wrong with you? nothing. Nothing. And he knows better than that. But, and I know better than that for sure. But don't say nothing. Learn to talk about it. Get it out. And this is true for any relationship. Not just husband and wife, but any relationship. Um, and understand that a man does not know what the word details mean. <laughs> I mean they do not have a clue. I remember used to Owen oh, would go to an elders' meeting and come home and I'd say, Well, how did he go? you fine. Um, well, what did you talk about? Oh, the church. <laughs> and uh or whatever. And finally he got the he got the hint that I need details, and of course there are some details that he could not give me, say at an elder's meeting or something, but he would begin. He began then to fill me in. The reason I wanted to know was not because I was nosy. I was interested. I loved the church. I wanted to know what was happening. So um, anyway, they don't know details. And if you're not touchy-feely, which I am not, Make it a point to slip your hand in his. You do it. Don't wait on him. You do it. Or put your arm around him and pat him if you're like if you're sitting in church or reach over and grab his arm. Something just to let him know that you're there and you love him.
1: And then
0: number ten, keep him reminded. He's your choice. And if you had it to do all over again, you'd still say yes and you're glad you said yes when you did, whether it was a year ago, six months ago, or fifty-three years ago, however long. Letting know that you're glad you made the choice you did. Now this we're gonna watch this video, but I I wanna tell you to begin with that you're gonna be laughing, and I, I know you're gonna be laughing, but I don't want you to miss any part of it. So, so um, just uh, laugh quietly. No, no, but just to let you know, this this lady, yeah, this lady, as I said, is one of the funniest I've ever heard. She's got several videos out on different subjects. You can get them on
2: YouTube, but.
0: One thing you need to know before we watch it, that she calls her husband Left Brain. So if you, when you hear that in here, she's talking about her husband. So, and if you ladies need to come stand up this way, please do, because this is funny.
1: All right, and the point is to look for the humor around us every day. Left Brain and I wound up in Nanaimo, Canada, about a year ago. We had five hours to kill before we took the ferry. We went straight to the visitor's bureau, and I said, we've got a rental car for five more hours. Young woman sitting there, you know, young, these wonderful, smart Elon students here. They know I don't really am talking about them. This was another caliber person here <laughs> She's sitting right there. And I said, what would you suggest that we do for five hours? And she said, well, pulled out some flyers and some brochures. And she said, oh. I know what, pointed to the map and said, if you'll go back to the the terminal ferry area right down the street and go south for 13 kilometers, you'll come to the Nanaimo River, named after the town. I said, all right. She said, and just go a little further and you'll find the Nanaimo Man-Made Bridge. I said, named after the town and the river. She said, that's right. (laughs) And if you'll go out there right now, You can bungee jump. (laughs) Have you ever wanted to take a young person's face in your hands and say lovingly, Are you in there? Are you in there? Look at us. Just look at us. Left brain at that time was 68 years old. Thin, solid white hair, also thin. I was 62 years old, not as thin as I once was, and my hair is Clairol tweed number 14. We don't look like we would bungee jump. But I knew that left brain didn't know what she was talking about. Because when you've been married a long time, you know who the other one knows what they know. I think we know those, but you don't know those people. I'm telling you that. You don't know those people. So I said, do you know what she's talking about? Left brain said, I'm not, I'm not sure I do. What she wants us to do, honey, go out to that, to that river and get on that bridge and put on some kind of boots with ropes and things on them. And then when we're secure, we go to the edge of that bridge and we hurl our body... Off that, and we hang upside down. She said, 140 feet. Thank you. (laughs) We're going to drop 140 feet, and we're going to hang there until somebody reels us up. Left front said, I can't do that. My teeth will fall out. And Wellington, he said, oh, no, sir, there's somebody up on the bridge, and before you jump, they'll always have the people take out their hearing aids and their teeth. <laughs> Beam me up, Scotty, wait a minute. Just wait a minute. How many people do you have that come out there, and before they jump first have to put their teeth in their hearing aid. What do you say? Put your three-pronged walker against a tree? <laughs> well, she was almost defensive and she, because we were laughing. And she said, well, you get your money's worth because you do a whole lot more than just hang there. <laughs> she said, because when you pop, that bungee cord springs you way over here and then over here. And it's like a pendulum. You go back. And it's a ride, she said, until finally you stop. So you get your money's worth. Left Frank said, I'll tell you what, <laughs> I, I don't want to do it, honey, but we got to go out there and see it. And when she heard, see it, her eyes got as big as plates. She said, oh, oh, if you just want to see it. You should come back the weekend after Valentine's Day. That's when they raise money for charities. And people jump in the nude. (laughs)
2: Left,
1: Brain said, what'd she say? (laughs) Naked. She wants us to jump naked. In Canada in February. We're going to come up here and jump naked. We started laughing so much about it. I said, wait a minute, wait a minute, left right We're missing the whole boat here. This might be a good thing. With all the sagging areas on our bodies, if we can hang there long enough naked, we might could knock a few things back in place. he said, no, no, we, we can't do that because of that swinging part. <laughs> With all the sagging areas on our body, we're liable to start rolling and slap ourselves silly. <laughs> we, we could barely get out of the building. We got outside and left frame just as serious. Oh, honey, I love you so much, but you were just as serious. You said, I'll tell you, I do want to ride out there and see it, but I'll guarantee you, you never going to get me to spongy jump.
2: <laughs> right
1: there. Right there. It's why I laughed so hard, my water broke, and I wasn't even pregnant. <laughs>